0: Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Dave Shear and you're listening to Refuge Freedom Stories. Today, my guest is Michael Ralph. How are you doing, Michael?
1: Very well, thanks.
0: It's been a little bit. I was hoping today you could share a little bit of your story with us.
1: Well sure, I'm not sure where to start. Um, I was uh, raised in a small town and uh, with that comes different things. Um, At an early age where I developed some dependency on alcohol because I didn't have any coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. And I honestly believed at one point in time that everybody had the same problem because everybody I knew had that. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. It took, you know, when I got into recovery to realize that that wasn't the truth
0: mm-hmm sure so it seemed like it though I mean it, I can it, relate it did. to that you yeah. know yeah. so there was a lot of people in your a lot your your environment growing up that drank a lot and
1: yeah you know. everyone I knew yes practically, other than my parents every every person that I knew
0: did it, did you ever feel like because that was kind of the norm that if you had a problem and couldn't drink then you wouldn't be normal did you ever feel that way
1: oh yeah probably you'd be an outcast to, And again, it was just the people that I hung with. My conception was everybody was that way, Right. because I didn't know anybody who wasn't.
0: Exactly, yeah, interesting. I know it was very similar with me in my childhood. It was almost like, as well, it was almost like um, when you became a man, you graduated to the point of using substance, and when you were a child, you were not allowed to, and so that was a really false uh, projection, you
1: know? Absolutely
0: so you overcame that and
1: how yeah did that um, it turns out that i had made several trips to AA to begin with my first time was uh 19 years of age wow and it was because i, I had a serious problem and i wound up even in st thomas addiction unit for a short period of time mm-hmm where they used to line you up and put anti on your tongue. Oh, okay. I was there, and I uh, got kicked out of there because I came back from leave with alcohol on my breath. And from
0: leave, if, sorry?
1: Yeah, from leave. They'd let you just okay. go do whatever okay, for a yep. couple hours.
0: So it was it was a residential? It was a residential, yeah, okay. yeah at that time.
1: And uh, it was years um, before I finally got serious. Mm-hmm. It was uh, April the 20th, 1992, when I... Came back to AA, mm-hmm. and it was I was in Fanshawe College. Yes, There was a fellow there. His name was Dave as okay. well, and he, uh, you know, I was telling him about my life, and he says, you know, maybe you should come to a meeting with me. Mm-hmm. And that's how it began. Interesting. You know, that, that was the step in the door. Wow. That was I kind of look at it that even then, when I was not a believer, mm-hmm. God was already mm-hmm. calling me. Yeah.
0: And, and that was initially with this Dave fella and the yeah. A group?
1: Yeah, yeah, I went to, you know, to a lot of meetings and uh, me being me, I was very stubborn. I didn't do any of the things that you should do in the first yes. year. And I even got kind of reprimanded at my first year of that birthday because I didn't even have a sponsor, right? Oh, yes. Okay. And uh, I had asked one of the ladies from the group to give me the medallion and she kind of let, let me have it like in front of everybody. Oh, yes. But you know what? I'm still thankful through this day to this day yes. for that lady because, you know, I couldn't get away with it with her, mm-hmm. and I got away with a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have in my past, and I kind of expected that from everybody. Yes.
0: Yeah. So she was the one that kind of cared enough. Yeah. To say you know, be honest with you.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there were two ladies like that, and they loved me when I was unlovable.
0: Yes. Right? Wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So and you're now involved with, uh, and have been involved with another, um, re- recovery group? Yeah,
1: yeah, I have been a couple of things, uh, for a period of about five years. I was approached, um, by a lady that I knew from AA, you know, mm-hmm. started a Celebrate Recovery uh, group at her okay. church.
0: You Celebrate know, Recovery. Yes. Yeah.
1: And, uh, I came out and it wasn't long before, you know, I was in leadership there and, mm-hmm. uh, it was really good for me because it had you take a look at the underlying uh, issues. It, you know you know yourself that the alcohol or the drugs are but a symptom. There's a lot behind yes, it.
0: Yes, symptom. Yeah.
1: That, you know, I didn't want to or couldn't look at at yes. that time. And then later down the road, uh, through a friend of mine that you interviewed uh, recently, Dan Morand, he yes. was running the Overcomers program. What a
0: guy, yeah.
1: And I uh, ended up going to that and... Became a leader in that. Me and my wife both.
0: You said it was the Overcomers, overcomers program. Overcomers, okay. yeah,
1: yeah, and it it was also a twelve step, you know, Christian based program. Same yes. with Celebrate Recovery. I did find that it was more in depth than than Celebrate Recovery. I had to right. dig deep. Yes. Right. Yep. So I I uncovered stuff that I didn't even know.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Right.
1: Because. You know, we as people, when it's too painful, we won't acknowledge it, we just stuff
0: it. Yep, stuff it down, push yeah. it down. Yeah. Um,
1: so I did that I for a so long time to... in my life, long time.
0: Good, well, yes, I can I can relate to that as well. Pushing things away that we can't see. I mean, sometimes when th- the problem with that is, we're not in control of it, even though we think we are. We think we've got it pushed down and tucked away where it won't come to us. Yeah. The issue there is it can choose to come up at the most inopportune times Absolutely. in us and make us, and, and rear its ugly face, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, on top of it, one of the other things I had was control issues, right? I felt yes. the need to control everything, and I can still be like that, mm-hmm. but I can stop myself, because I now see it. Awesome. Uh, back then, I, I had not a clue, but. you know? And I can't blame anybody, but, you know, I know my parents were like that, mm-hmm. and I, I was raised kind of with that, although, I could get away with whatever, Yes, and there was no consequences, right? So I oh. figured it wasn't a big problem.
0: That's what I like about you. I'm just gonna tell you right now is you're, like we were just saying, your honesty and your, your transparency. One thing I know about you is you're gonna tell me what it is that you're thinking, and you're yeah. gonna be honest about it. And well, uh,
1: well, yeah, to me, there's no point in being anything but. Right. Like, okay, it's one thing, okay, if you lie to somebody else, it's mm-hmm. not right. Right. But it's really bad when you lie to your own self.
0: Mm, yes. Right.
1: It it will destroy you.
0: Absolutely.
1: And you know what? All kinds of problems in my life were caused by that very issue.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: As you know, alcohol is only a symptom of the disease, right? Yes. What's underneath.
0: It's like the tip of the iceberg.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, you can keep chopping that tip off. Yeah. Which is quitting. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're just quitting. You're not recovering. Because the issues are not dealt with.
1: Yeah, I was probably five years into recovery in AA before I started taking things more honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I started reading the Bible. Yes. I uh, decided to go back to church. Mm -hmm. I went to a small church in Elmer, and I went with another guy from the group who I attended as a a child. Nice. You know, this is how it is. I was so intimidated that I couldn't go there alone. Yes. Because I didn't know, you know, I was kind of thinking of my youth when I was involved in another church mm-hmm. when, you know, I was a, a kid, so you don't speak unless you're spoken to, yes. stuff like that, right?
0: Yeah. yep. So it was. It made it more comfortable for you. It, and...
1: made, it made it more comfortable. <clears throat> and um, when it came to my 10th year, the guys from the group insisted that, that I'd celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to, but I said, okay, I'll do, it, but I'll, I'll pay for everything. I'll buy the cake, the, all the stuff.
0: Right. right.
1: And... So a, gr- During, a group celebration. Yeah, in my yeah. ninth year, mm-hmm. I had taken a year away because I was going to Bible school.
0: Oh wow! Where did you go to Bible school?
1: Um, There's a little church on Hamilton Road. I, it's something else now, but it was yeah. through uh, Open Word Bible School. Charles oh, Wellner yes. was the dean.
0: Awesome! I've heard of that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was talked into it by a nurse that I worked with. Uh, and
0: you were a nurse yourself.
1: I was a nurse myself. Yeah. yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So how long? You said for a year.
1: Uh, I was a year doing it, and then I just kind of fell away because I had other stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I, I tried to restart a couple of times, and uh, I would start, and then mm-hmm. I'd get distracted, and you know, other things, right?
0: Yeah, life, life, life. happens, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: I continue to study the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, daily, I just bought myself a new Bible, nice. large print. So, so <laughs> you be, and I
0: need those now. Uh, I
1: can be uh, <laughs> even more uh, diligent about yeah. reading it. I used to find the prints t- too small, so I just skipped down the page. I wasn't yes. even really reading it. So I bought one with large print, and I don't do that anymore.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know. I've uh, I've experienced the same thing. I mean, with technology today. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be reading on my computer or on my phone, yeah. and I'm able to enlarge it as I
1: need it. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, at 58 years old, my I need to do that. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, when I was younger, because of my behavior, yes. my lifestyle, there were friends of mine actually taking bets that I wouldn't live to see 30.
0: Oh, my goodness. Cause, you
1: know, I was sleeping two or three hours a day, partying on a you know daily basis. Yep. Um, you name it, right?
0: Sort of a self-abusive lifestyle.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I did have a little wake-up call at 32. Had a small cardiac infarct. That okay. And it was, in my opinion, just God going, hey, pay attention.
0: Now, that, that for, forgive me here, but that's something to do with your heart. Yeah, it,
1: it, it was like a, a kind of a mini heart attack. It okay. It wasn't serious, serious. It did do a little damage. Yes. Uh, the last time I was to the cardiologist, the guy told me that, that there's no evidence Wow, there's no scarring, no nothing.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, and what is there? Anything you attribute that to?
1: Well, that would be God.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> Amen.
1: <It> wasn't me. <laughs> That's
0: a miracle. Oh and yeah, miracles happen.
1: Well, I could I could talk um, endlessly about miracles that God has done in my life. You know, just the people that He had me meet uh, when I was coming back to church. I've, I was lucky enough to meet an older fellow who had been a Christian for thirty some odd years, and mm-hmm. he, he kind of served as a mentor figure, and you know, wow. guide to me, and I'm still friends with the man today. Mm-hmm. And and I just love the man. You know, he taught me yes. it was okay to tell another man you loved him.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: Right? Because I never heard that. Yep. Right.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I remember that as well. I mean, I did have a father who told me he loved me. Yeah. But outside of that, and, and a mother, right? Yeah. As I was fortunate as a child to have loving parents. But so many people I knew, uh, my friends, they, they come to our house mm-hmm. just to get a little bit of that because they didn't get that yeah. at their homes, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, I wish I would have met somebody like that a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it began to change me. And then getting to know Jesus Christ yes. uh, changed me even more. When I went to the missionary church there, mm-hmm. um, it just so happened that he was an old-fashioned preacher. I still talk to the guy okay. today. And he would stand at the door and shake your hand as you left. Right? Yeah, And he said to me, um, do you mind uh, telling me uh, where you're at in, in your belief? And I said, well, I said, I'm a seeker. And he said, would you call me in the next day or two and make an appointment and come and talk to me? I said, sure, I will. Yeah, and uh, you know that was the start of it. He uh, invited me to um, go through a program
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, at the church. It was Alpha. Okay. And uh, it was really good, and it was the beginning. And uh, I when, guess that
0: makes sense. Alpha being yeah. The yeah. Beginning. And,
1: well, you know, I knew about Jesus, but mm-hmm. not really. I didn't have any relationship. It was like a, you know, you walk by and go, okay, that's a comic book. Yes. That's all you know about it. Right. Right. Yeah. But it, it was a, you know, and it made things easy, and uh, they had like a kind of graduation ceremony where the pastor and leader would pray over you and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I got filled with the Holy Spirit that very day in that wow. church for the first time.
0: Wow. Mm. Amazing. So that made a difference in your life. Obviously. It made a big
1: difference. You know, I, I still had um, other problems because I was still me. And, yes. You know. I truly believe that life is a recovery progress, right? Yes. To me, life is a, a big classroom. There's all kinds of things that are taught. It's up to you to receive it yes. or not, right? Very good point. It's all offered to you, mm-hmm. and I, I know that more than ever now, so I, I would look into just about anything that I hear, really, because yeah. there's so much to learn.
0: There's so much out there. I, um, yeah. A good friend of mine, um, John Campbell, explained to me one time that he was leading a group that I was involved in as a member, and okay. he's a retired psychologist oh. and, uh, from the university. Anyways, the first time that it ever made any sense to me is he drew a circle and he said, this is all knowledge, all these millions of dots. Everybody came up and put dots on it. Mm-hmm. And that's from school, from yeah. anything you've ever heard or seen and in the center of that is a little circle, and mm-hmm. all this stuff is out there for you. You're hearing it. Some of it's pollution, some of it's good, some of it's not. Yeah. And once you reach out and try this one and decide that one's good for you, that it works and it's real, you pull that into your center. Yeah. And he said, so that's your center of knowledge, and that's called wisdom. Yes. And that was really interesting to know that.
1: That's a good, a very sound theory, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Because yeah. there's so much, I mean, both you and I have, tried a lot of different things in our lives to test them out and see what what they were like and some of it we found out was false yeah you know a lot of false information
1: well not not all that that stuff that was out there that was offered was bad right part of it was my own fault Mm -hmm. like I said even early in AA I really wasn't serious about this I was just going to do it for a while and Mm -hmm. you know get things off my back and maybe the police away from my door and that sort of Yes, thing. yeah. Because they did have a god of your own understanding in the program. Mm-hmm. Um I began to take a look at it because I was raised in a church. Yes. You know, in my case, my parents like dropped me off mm-hmm. at a church and then came and picked me up. Yeah. But that was my introduction. Mhm. You know, back then. But thank God for that. Yeah. The, you know, it's it's the the seed principle, right? The seed was sown. Mhm. It was up to be me to cultivate it and to water it and stuff
0: so can you explain that a little bit for some of the listeners
1: well the parable of the sower's right about mm-hmm. the rocky ground and all that sort of thing i believe that you know I was very rocky ground okay so the seed takes root but quickly you know dies because lack of water and, and proper nourishment right yes so what happened in those rocks in my mind kind of represented issues that i've had which okay. were many yes right? And because I didn't deal with some of that stuff, I still continue to have the same problem. But Mm -hmm. as life goes on, thank God, most of those rocks are now gone.
0: Wow. That's a great analogy. There's still some stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, we're work under construction. Yeah. You know, Um, we're supposed to strive to perfection, to be like Christ. But you and I both know that we'll get there when we're done when god's done purifying us and yeah. as far as i'm concerned that'll probably be till my last breath
1: yeah i'm <laughs> of know? the same opinion i was mm-hmm. just thinking that before you said it you know that uh, yeah at your last breath will be when it happens
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: I, I really like the classroom analogy right yes this this whole thing is I, I don't understand the purpose i you know i have some kind of ideas but yeah you know if, if i think you're meant to learn stuff and develop mm-hmm you know, things and build friendships and relationships and, and help somebody else. I enjoy that the most,
0: right? Yes. Yeah, and it's becoming, we, we hear about uh, Christ being the head yeah. and the body being the yeah. believers. Yes, exactly. And whether, no matter what church you go to or whether you go to church or whether you're a, be- all believers are part of the body, right? Yes. And so learning to function as a body would Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that's what we're experiencing when we get to know each other and support each other and yeah. are able to tolerate one another and forgive each other and yeah. encourage each other and reprove each other, you know.
1: You know, what I find really interesting is in life, you know, you have times where we're not so good. But, you know, since I accepted Jesus Christ, God has always put different people in my path. Yes. For a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes you got to kind of shake your head and go, okay, what is this about? Mm-hmm. You got to, you, you know, I just have to have an open ma- ma- mind. I can't judge it, you know, because I realized that when I meet this person, God has a plan. Interesting. I just got to pay attention. Yeah. That's what I think.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. It's amazing. You are now riding or have been for a while with a Christian Motorcycle. Yeah. Ministry.
1: Yes, I, I joined. A, well, it's kind of an online thing, and there mm-hmm. are no chapters, sort of thing. You're kind of on your own, but you know yep. you're to be accountable because you are, you know, representing Jesus Christ. So yes, got to behave yourself. And I've been a part of a few different motorcycle ministries. Yes, what I kind of like about this one is there is a lot more freedom mm-hmm. to it, uh, and I'm not saying that. Other ones are are a bad thing. No. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. When you get any group of people in any given situation, Mm -hmm. sometimes there's going to be conflict. Oh, Always. Right. Because we're different people. Mm -hmm. You know, I've talked to many people, like married couples. Mm -hmm. Almost every single one of them, the man and the wife are totally opposite kind of people. And it's like that in my own marriage, right? Interesting. But I've learned to appreciate that because there's something to be learned
0: yes how long you've been married michael
1: uh just over five years just celebrated five years
0: congratulations i thought so
1: i mean it i think it's tough to believe (laughs) my history that here i am married to a pastor's daughter yes god definitely has a sense of humor
0: mary yeah mary yes and what a wonderful woman she is oh yeah she is yeah you guys are an amazing couple. That's, it's it's just, that's the best
1: if uh, God ever gave to me, and, and why yeah. she puts up with me, day, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, I I get that. She's very humble too, and she probably say the same thing.
1: Yeah, she's she's um, quiet a lot of times, but you can always see the wheels turning, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, there you know, sometimes we need uh, each other. You know, and marriage is certainly, you brought that up, is certainly a good example of that. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, marriage and, you know, good friendships, uh, like I was saying about the gentleman earlier, you know, I thank the Lord for putting that guy in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I'd call him up and, you know, I just read about uh, speaking in tongues and I'm all freaked out about that. And he says to me, Oh, I was the same way when I, until it happened to me. Yes. And then a couple of weeks later, I read about being slayed in the, speak, in the spirit. And yes. now I'm really freaked out. Right? <laughs> so I call up my friend yep. and ask him about, yeah, I was freaked out too until it happened to me. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, the theme here is just relax. It
0: is. Right. Yeah. It's a good example of people evolving yeah. through Christ. Yeah. You know, and, and part of the process is we don't, we can't relate. We have, it's hard for us to have empathy. Yeah. To put ourselves in someone else's shoes until Absolutely. we have been there, it's possible, and God can give you that gift yeah. spiritually. But still difficult. And then yeah. our our opinions, because we're so much of it is formed by the society and the pressures of that we live in, can change as we experience those things in our life with either ourselves or a family member, yeah. and to watch somebody completely go from one stance that they've been very firm in their whole life yeah. to all of a sudden being supple and open yeah. and saying, maybe I was wrong about that. And Absolutely. that's through our experiences, right?
1: Well, you know, one of the, the things that, that I really is strong in my mind, and, and I'll always believe this, is God just never gives up on a person, Amen. never. Doesn't matter, you know, you turn your back at him, you do whatever, and he's just waiting
0: absolutely
1: you know same come come to me right?
0: if you ever feel like if you ever feel like you're you're past a point where God can help you, yeah. past a point where God can forgive you, yeah. maybe you need to learn to forgive yourself. And, well,
1: this is it. Eh? Yeah. And, you know, in in recovery programs, that was one thing. You know, about making the amends. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the point where I had to forgive myself, I, I really struggled with that I, yes. I I did a lot of not so great things for mm-hmm. some people, broke the law, you know, yep. went to jail, um, all those things, right? But God knew, and He didn't get it. Amen. To me, that's that—that's the most awesome thing. There's mm-hmm. nothing that matches that.
0: Yes, you're working now in security.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, and you volunteer with a couple organizations.
1: I, I did. Uh, one of them, of course, is shut down because of the whole COVID thing, and that was yes. the Urban Haven. And now he's announced that he's not going to reopen. Yeah. But I do, you know. I do talk to lots of people. I have friends that I call up, uh, you know, God will put somebody's name on my heart and I'll just call them up. Nice. Just to encourage them, right? Yeah. Because people did that for me. Yes. You know, it's very much about let's give something back. Mm-hmm. And you know, the very smallest thing can be so important to mm-hmm. someone else. Absolutely. Like, again, it's the whole classroom thing. It's all about learning. And it's about learning to be more like Jesus Christ.
0: Yes. Well, I think maybe that I've been one of those people that maybe God put on your heart to call because you've certainly encouraged me at times. And and I really appreciate you as a brother in Christ and as a friend.
1: We all need people. Yes. I mean, without people, we just, and I've done it before, just isolate, close the doors, close the windows, turn off the television. Yeah. And the gorilla in the in your head gets out of the cage right yes. i remember a guy saying that in a right <laughs> what an analogy and what a picture yeah right but that's, it was so true in my case like i experienced you know all kinds of things and again it was nobody's fault but my own
0: right yes. i could blame
1: everybody else sure but it's not true and that's what i did a lot of my life is, "Well, was you know it's because of her right he,
0: you and i both yeah
1: yeah but it's it's not true I mean the old saying when you point a finger there's three pointing back at you is yes, very true. It is. Absolutely true.
0: Yeah.
1: You know God's amazing that you know he does things like that to get our attention. Mhm. Like he's he so much wants a love relationship with us that he'll stop at nothing to attract you.
0: Yes. Yeah, we have to we have to, if you, you know, come to the point where you're, if you can be honest to yourself, you can be honest to the Lord, understanding already that he already knows everything. He, he sees your heart, Yes. you know, where other people may accuse you of something that you're not guilty of. God knows the truth. He knows that you're innocent or you're not. Yeah. And the other way around. So there's no sense in trying to hide anything from God. But I think what we're trying to do, again, like you say, is, hide it from ourselves, and then oh, we project okay. on others.
1: Oh sure, you know, it, it's tough to admit to yourself, you know, your faults, yes. right? We all have them, but a lot of us don't want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember writing, you know, your your fifth step when you make the, your list of things, right? Yes. And I remember the first time they ever did it, uh, I was working at the old St. Mary's Hospital. Okay. Uh, they tore down, and when I was on nights and I was sitting at the desk with my paper, and I had written some stuff, and I, I just closed my eyes, and I prayed to God to please help me to reveal the truth. And then things came out that mm. were just too painful that I just wouldn't admit.
0: Oh, sorry, this, for those that don't know, the fifth step.
1: Is, um, you know, making a making a list of all, the, all your character defects, right? Yes, Yeah type of thing. And a
0: fearless look at your yeah, self, fearless, self-inventory. Uh,
1: moral, moral inventory, yes. I guess, is what. I forgot the term. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But, you know, like when I read that paper the mm-hmm. next day, I just went, wow. Who could remember this? Yes. Right? You yeah. know, because what we do as people is when something's uh, too painful, we just stuff it, like we discussed earlier. Yeah. And I had stuffed a lot of really awful stuff Mm -hmm. and you know because of that but that's why i was who i was Mm -hmm. because i had no coping mechanism really and sometimes still i you know i had a a thing recently where somebody upset me and like i couldn't even sleep yes why didn't i just give that to god amen
0: bro and sometimes it's easier said than done but we know that all things are possible through god amen and that's where I don't give up hope. Because of God, I don't give up hope. If I didn't have God, I, I got to be honest, yeah. I would have no hope. I probably wouldn't be alive either, Yeah. you know, but uh, I certainly wouldn't have it inspired to have any hope for the future. That's right. Especially in the condition of the world right now and, yeah. and the way things look so glum, but honestly, there is hope in Jesus.
1: Absolutely, people got to remember that God is still in control. Yes. Right? That he's sovereign and you know, you just got to trust in him because he's going to take you by the hand and lead you. It's, you know, I learned in, in recovery, one of the biggest things you need to do is just surrender.
0: Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. Dave. And uh, having a coffee with me and chatting. And love you, bro. I hope that you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministry Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. For more information about youth prison ministry or to become a monthly supporter, visit www.refugeministriescanada.com. If you have been released or need addiction help, call us toll free at one